Hello everybody, welcome to On The Line Podcast with me, Jack Edwards and... Gavin Lang, hello. Hi Gav, how you doing? Pretending this is this, we haven't been talking for 20 minutes prior to this. But... I'm doing very well, yeah, tired but uh, suffering from hay fever but apart from that I'm uh, very, very well. Hey, it, it, it's quite odd because it's not even, it's not sunny at all really, it's been it's not, miserable like, weather but... For the past yeah. week or so I've just been under attack, like, honestly, like... Uh, Really, really difficult, but uh, you can probably tell by my voice I'm pretty bunged up. But um, apart from that, everything's good. Everything's good. Uh, yeah. Um, did you manage to get any Wimbledon tickets or anything like that? No, I didn't. Uh, I actually tried in the Ticketmaster queue, but uh, 80,000 from the queue. Yeah, so, I, I was 80,000 for a while and got chucked out at 18,000, I think. Yeah, I thought it was best probably to give up, but um, unfortunate, but uh, it is what it is. It is what it is, and it's it's you know it's unprecedented times and all that. We yeah. managed to get we managed to get one through the LT LTA draw, I think. But I've 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 since decided to forfeit it because apparently you need a test, and that test needs to have been negative within the last forty eight hours or something well, like that. That's it, the problem, isn't it? You can go down there, test positive, and that's you done. So it's like exactly, yeah. or your test yeah. is you know older than 48 hours which easily could happen so it's it, yeah so it's probably it, not worth taking the risk no not interested um right a little bit of background on ourselves me yep. and gav met at newlands tennis club our, our local tennis club in glasgow in the south side of glasgow both big tennis enthusiasts at least i can say i'm a tennis gav is definitely a tennis enthusiast Huge actually enthusiast. I yeah absolutely yes. both mad about tennis we've both been writing for a little while now um, doing sort of journalism. I'm doing a blog called On the Line. Gav as well is working. Uh, has been writing for Last Word on tennis. Who else have been? Is it just Last Word on tennis? Just Last Gav, Word or? on tennis. Yeah. yeah. So I've been doing that for about four or five years now. So yeah, yeah pretty experienced doing it. Um, good experience to write about sport, but obviously looking to sort of branch out, expand a bit further, and um, yeah, doing a podcast, sharing the passion of tennis with like-minded person. You know, it's absolutely perfect thing to do. Exactly, we're not we're not the the most we don't have the most expertise in the world, but we've certainly got probably uh, some of the, the the most nerdiest passion for it in the world. So um, we can certainly we can certainly say something about it anyway. Hopefully, our opinion is uh, interesting to some extent. Right, where do we start, Gav? I think this episode we're going to talk about the the Wimbledon draw, aren't we? And yep, break it down, talk about the best first round matches and uh, predicted quarterfinals as well. So um, yeah, should we start with the men's draw then? Or... Yeah, let's just let's just dive in. Uh, okay. We're going to talk maybe about our picks for the first first rounds. We we don't know exactly what each other has said, so we'll have certain things to say about each other's choices. I'm sure. I think the first one I've got down, we can both agree on pretty easily. It's Djokovic v Jack Draper, the the young British lad. Yeah, absolutely. That's a brutal draw for him. I mean, good introduction to Grand Slam tennis, but. Uh... Don't know what he'll be thankful thankful for that. I, draw, but, I uh, think he'll I think he'll be quite happy with it. He seems like he's quite a a keen guy. He doesn't want to sort of shy away from a challenge or anything. Yeah, no, sure. it's good for him. I mean, there's no better experience in playing the world number one centre court Wimbledon. That's the sort of pressure he's going to have to deal with, especially um, if he wants to progress further in his career. So, got that win at Queens Club over Sinner. At, uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, exactly. it's good preparation for him. Springboard onto the next stage, but. Uh, be totally different this time, but um, I, I've basically said, you know, he seems to have his serve particularly. Obviously, is really good. I think, yep. you know, absolute best. Jack Draper could maybe steal a set from Novak Djokovic, and that's probably... I mean, especially if Novak's a bit rusty. But obviously, he was playing doubles in Mallorca last week. So, I mean, I guess it depends on whether, well, whether Draper's going to be nervous when he steps out there. But uh, I think he, I mean, he shouldn't feel that much pressure. I mean, at the end of the day, nobody's nobody's expecting him to win, but. Um, yeah. You know, I think uh, he's got nothing to lose. If he keeps loose, you know, serves well. Who knows? Grass court is going to help his serve. Jogs yeah. Turner, but uh, I, again, who knows? Will he win a set? Will he not win a set? Honestly, I think that's the question. I don't think he's going to be winning the match anytime nah, soon. Straight, straight sets loss, I think. But uh, probably nothing to lose. No, exactly, and it would definitely be an entertaining match. That was our point. I think you know, it, it definitely worth watching. He seems like he's just a, he goes for it as well, doesn't he? So it's not, it's not yeah, like a guy that's going to shy away from it. Yeah. So it should watch. be interesting, definitely. Uh, next one I've got down is Sitsipas Tiafo. Yeah, I mean, the one thing with Sitsipas and Grass for me is I know he's improved his return to serve a lot this year, and uh, you can see that in the clay, quite good in the clay as well, especially in the backhand side, he can sort of run round to it forehands, but whether on the faster grass court surface, 
that's going to be possible. Uh, still, honestly, I was I was starting delving into his Wimbledon record, and it's actually like it's really bad. Like, it's, it is, it, yeah, he's, uh, I mean, obviously, obviously, he's only been bloody maybe two or three appearances, at, probably three appearances, I think, at Wimbledon or something like that. Yeah, I think 20, um, 2017 he started, but yeah. yeah. I, he's just, you know, he's even in 2019, he was playing good tennis, so really he should have done better than he did. He, he doesn't, that return, obviously, he's going to get exposed pretty badly. He's been brilliant on clay because he's had so much time to wind up that that return. I think he's he's going to struggle. Yeah, I think the chip return is going to be key because I've never really seen him employ that successfully, you know, chip return. Yeah. He's going to have yeah. to go deep in the court as well. Tearful, big ball striker, going to be aggressive off his serve. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I think um, everyone's got, especially after the Roland Garros um, success he had. I think um, it's going to be interesting to see how he deals with the pressure. You know, there's going to be more pressure on him now that he's made that first Slam final, so close to beating Djokovic. So again, it's going to be one of these things of how does he handle the pressure? Very difficult first round opponent. He seems on, honestly, I, I rate Sitsipas's mental game, and I don't think you'll. Feel the pressure, honestly. That that's my that's my gut feeling. Yeah, I mean, you saw that in the final Roland Garros. I mean, first Grand Slam final, and he, he went out there and performed. You know, when he played Rublev in Monte Carlo, went out there and performed, dealt with it much better than Rublev. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, you're right. He does have a good mental strength, good mental um basis for his game. But yeah, I mean, it's not an easy first round in TFO, but it could actually be beneficial because if he gets through that, the confidence he's going to have is just going to be. Grow and grow and grow throughout the tournament. Definitely, but I mean, TFO at the same time he's had. A, a, I went through his, uh, his slam fifth set record, and he, he just always seems to get to a fifth set in slams against really good opponents, and then he, he bottles that fifth set. So my prediction, I think, will be a very close five setter, but sets the pass is going to win it. And used to get Nishikori to teach him how to play fifth sets. I know, I yeah, yeah. yeah that, I think Nishikori will be retiring soon, so maybe we could actually take him as a coach. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What What's your next one you've got down? Well, my uh, next one, I, well, I've written about twenty billion of them down. Really, oh, go, on, go on, go uh, on. One but, of the hot picks. Um, I think Kyrgios and Bear. That's one oh. that I'm really intrigued by because we've seen how well Ugo's been playing in the on the grass. I mean, Hala champion beat Rublev in the, in the final there in straight sets. You know. So fa- such a fantastic player, honestly. Great I, 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 yeah, I love watching him, and I ca- I could not rate him enough. I think he's going to be amazing. I just we've yet to see it properly, but I think he's going to be brilliant, Ember. So yeah, good to I watch. mean, he, he did really well. Wimbledon twenty nineteen made the fourth round. Everyone was sort of expecting a Djokovic Shoji Aliassime match up, and Ember spoiled the party. But uh, yeah, great serve. I like the way he plays. I think, uh, especially with Kyrgios as well, he's they, they played an epic five setter, didn't they? In the, yeah, in Australia, I think yeah, so, it, was two, you know, it was two sets up, wasn't he? Humber and then Kyrgios lost it. Yeah, didn't deal with the crowd. I don't think particularly well, but obviously the crowd here is not going to be as partisan. Uh, yeah, Kyrgios has not uh, played any matches, so it's going to be interesting to see how he copes. Well, uh, obviously, Kyrgios is probably one of the the guys on tour who is least vulnerable to you know if if he's had a long spell away, he can just fucking pick up a racket and do what he likes. And well, he doesn't give a shit, so that obviously helps. But exactly, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that's what he did in Australia. To be honest, he, he barely played before Australia had he, and he still came out and you know he was able to bloody take team to five sets. Um, uh, he should have won that match as well. Should have really exactly. Yeah. So I. I'm still, I'm still backing Humber here. I think, I think he'll, he'll take it to be honest. But it's going to be a brilliant match. Um, for me, I think Humber and four. I think Kyrgios might get the second set, but I think Humber will just get the win. Yeah, that's a good call, definitely. And I would also, I think I'm going to put this match down as the match to watch of the first round. I, I think it's, I don't think there's a better one, in my opinion. You're going bold early. I like it. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's, I think it's going to be brilliant. Maybe five sets, even if it's uh, four sets, it's going to be a brilliant match. I think. Definitely. Okay. Uh, right, I've got oh the big one. As I mean, it, it's no secret we're we're Scottish. We're gonna want to see Andy Murray do well, probably. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, great, great first round match. I think against Bazlashvili. I mean, really interested to see how that goes because Bazlashvili is either zero out of ten or ten out of I ten. Know, I, I've got, between. I've got, I've got written down. It's like the flip of a coin. What Bazlashvili are you gonna get today? Basically, exactly. I mean, you could turn up and play like your average club player. You could turn up and play like Federer. I mean, it's just like. There's no in between with him, um, which is makes him intriguing to watch. But obviously, it's also it's a it's a it's annoying for 
buddy Andy fans, to be quite honest, because yeah, I, mean, I prefer just the certainty of like a Manorino or something like that. <laughs> or, you know, somebody's just going to play the same game every time he comes out on court. Yeah, least you know what you're dealing with. Baz Lashley obviously batters the ball from the back. I think Andy, I mean, it should fit quite well into Andy's game. But again, Andy's going to have to try and shorten the points if he wants to go deep. And obviously, it's probably not the best opponent to do that against because obviously, if he's under pressure, obviously trying to defend a lot, it's going to be difficult for him to try and go in the attack. But uh, good test for Andy. Uh, not expecting him to go into the second week or anything, but I think he can win a couple of matches. It depends yeah. if Baslash really plays. I mean, if he plays lights out tennis and he's got Andy on the on the run, it could be difficult for Andy physically. But um, I think, yeah, I think Andy gets through that, but I think it will be... Oof, I'm going to go bold. Five sets. I think Andy in five. Five sets. Oh, I could not handle that roller coaster. And it'll um, fuck his chances up for the rest of the tournament. I, I uh, 100% would, yeah. It's like bloody yeah. Nishioka last year. Absolutely killed him for Ogunali Asim. Yeah. Uh, I think you're probably... I'm uh, I'm going to say... Um, I, my heart's saying straight sets. I'll listen to my heart, but I know what, five sets is probably a good prediction, to be honest, Gav. Yeah, well, it's one of these ones that could be over in an hour and a half or five hours and a half. You just don't know. Well, that that's true, exactly. Yeah, you, we really don't know. Uh, and I'll take I'll take a little bit of heart in that and hope that we get the battle ash Philly rather than good ash Philly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a a, a good positive name from. Uh, right, what else have you got done? Oh, I've got the big one, the real big one. Carrot serve shardy. That that's that's carrot kind of, serve shardy. I don't even a, think I've got carrot serve shardy down. Maybe, maybe I missed that. That is a match for the ages, right there. I mean, the problem the, the problem is at the moment I'm not shardy's been playing all right. Tennis, okay, he's won a few matches, but I really I don't overly rate him to be honest. And I think Karatsev also isn't amazing on grass. Uh, certainly, he was quite tame when he was getting taken down by Cam Norrie last week in, in Queens. A couple of weeks I, ago, I, I just think Charlie. I mean, I, I was watching him at Roland Garros against Sitsipas in the opening round, and it was so frustrating that first set because you knew if he plays like really good tennis, he can really trouble Sitsipas, give him a good test. First set, he had a number of chances to take it, and he just didn't take his chances. Like Shardy's that kind of player, though, isn't he? I think when he's at his absolute best, he he's just a little bit less than the best players. If that makes yeah, sense, he's got a great serve. He can serve like 130 miles an hour regularly, and he's got a great. I know, I know. but I'm sure yeah. I was looking at his Wimbledon record, and it's not as good as I thought it it should be. I know he should be doing better. He should really be getting like fourth round, maybe even quarter final with a game he's got. I mean, it should be tailor made to grass, but. Uh, yeah. Don't know. I mean, especially if, if he's maybe not on his game and then Karatsev struggles on the grass, I think it could be quite a tussle, quite a battle out there. Um, obviously, Karatsev, unknown quantity in grass a wee bit, but I think he might think, Shardy, maybe underperform, maybe I've got an opportunity to get a good win in grass and build up you know, my, my form, build up my confidence going in later in the tournament. But uh, I think that could be a good battle. Maybe not high-quality tennis all the time, but it could be one of these ones where you just don't know who's going who's gonna to win it, you know? Yeah. That's probably what you get with Karatsev, isn't it? It's not like it's not hundred percent good all the time. There's yeah. a dip every so often. Honestly, I think I think it's going to be straight sets to uh, Karatsev though. I think another five sets. I'm going. I'm going bold again. I, I like your prediction, but yeah. I think I think Shardy might get the win just in five sets. I think I'm I'm putting my face in Shardy. Putting my face in Shardy. He's gonna. He might let me down, but I don't know. I just got. I just think he's been playing well this year. He's for the sake of, for the sake of decent tennis, I hope you're right, and I would tune into that. Like I, I absolutely love watching Karatsev play. So it's got a court eighteen, but who isn't there all over it? That one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if Karatsev serves that good, but we'll, we'll uh, see. Court, <laughs> we'll see. court eighteen. It's just one of those. It's like I'm paid for court eighteen match. That one. <laughs> also, I absolutely rate Karatsev's return. I, I think he wouldn't be hanging around for greatly. his racket. He, he holds it slightly further up than most other players as well. Yeah, he, I've seen. I, I love that he's got i can't obviously we're not gonna have the video when we release the podcast it crouches it down it's like it's mad preparing for battle or something it's great yeah yeah it's bizarre right we've also got the federal one down here federal v manorino i mean it's i've got it down here because it's federal obviously you know everybody's gonna want to watch federal's first match back on uh, a wimbledon like who wouldn't but against manorino manorino's the kind of guy and i i I did say Manorino earlier because he plays the same game every time, basically. He, yeah, he, I got the feeling you weren't a big fan of it the way he plays. I, that's not the case. That's not the case. I just, I, I just more meant he's got a very, he's got a one-dimensional game. You, you're not going to see anything. Of, he, he does this sort of lefty slider. He's got very, very flat shots, really, really sort of slow-paced game. He will play that game every time, and I don't think he's going to change that against Federer. Federer yeah. should wipe the floor with him, even 
I think I, I think that as well. When I saw the draw, I thought Federer's got a pretty good draw here up until the quarters. You know, I think that's good because Roger obviously has not had that much preparation. I, I didn't understand why he didn't play Stuttgart instead of Roland Garros. I think for him, he's got to prioritize what. Where am I going to do best in my career? I think he should have prioritized the grass a bit more. But obviously, with this draw, he's got a chance to sort of build up. Again, I keep saying that, but like build up confidence, get some match wins under his belt, and. Uh, get prepared going into the second week because the key for Federer really is not to drop any sets in the first week, you know, to keep his energy levels kind of yeah. high. Now, the, obviously, the age he is now, but, uh, you know, the key for him, it's like he, he can't afford to drop sets, you know, in the first week. And I look at his draw and I think he should have a good chance of getting through that okay. I mean, Manning yeah. is going to have a good starter. He's not going to slam the ball, as you say. You know, He knows what he's going to get. It's going to be nice ground strokes, plenty of time for him to get his shots into play, be aggressive. Not a particularly great return of serve as well, so Federer should be okay. I, mean, I, I don't want to say I don't want to say it's like chucking a bloody practice partner on court and just letting Federer warm up for the first round, but <laughs> at the same time, honestly, I I just think if Federer was going to get a chance to warm up in the first round, Manorino's a really good first round for him. Yeah, it's not being disrespectful, but if Federer could it's choose, not at all. if Federer could choose who to play in the first round, he'd probably be picking Manorino top. I've, I've always said about Manorino is the sort of player that doesn't really beat players ranked above him. I beats players ranked below him all the he's time. Maximizes potential, you know what. He yeah, do, sure. exactly. But yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll delve a bit further into the guys Federer could be playing in the, the projected quarterfinals as well. Uh, right, let's uh, speed up a wee bit. Maybe one more pick that you've got there, Gav. What's your favourite one that you've got left? Struth Medvedev. Yeah, sure. that's that's the one that, I was looking at as well. Great one. I, mean, I don't know if, if obviously we're not going to have bloody that many fans the first episode of this, but anybody who's read my stuff before, I absolutely rate Struff's game. I think Struff's an amazing player, and I'm exactly he's, the same. yeah, he's, he's he's the sort of guy, and statistically, he is the sort of guy that beats people consistently ranked above him. I, he just he, he can never back it up. I don't know why he can't back it up. I don't know if he just runs out of steam, uh, but he has, mental as well, mental side of the game. Maybe. Yeah, it, it could be definitely. It could but be. like every time I watch him, I'm, I'm like thinking, how's this guy not top fifteen? Yeah, not, not yeah. Top you see the service got it's an absolute bomb of a serve. Okay, maybe that's his Achilles heel. Maybe his first serve percentage sometimes isn't as high in the big moments as you maybe might want it to be. But uh, yeah. every time I watch him play, I'm like, this guy can be top ten for sure. I mean, yeah, I uh, mean, he was ser- he was serving in volley and in Bloody France, like at Wimbledon. <laughs> he he should be really really good. So I, you know, all the attributes to be good, but I guess it's just putting them together. You know, putting. I, 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 I don't know together. if you saw him against. Did you see him against Schwartzman at the French Open? Yeah, that, that, that first set was an epic. I mean, I don't know if he blew that, you know, if you wanted to sort of back up your mental thing. Schwartzman was amazing, to be fair. He was Schwartzman so good. just grinds, grinds opponents down. I think Struff maybe made a couple of unforced errors. Schwartzman makes a couple of good rallies, wins a couple of long exchanges in the back of the court. I love that. Yes. A, I was going to say, there's a couple of set points where Struff serve and volleyed and Schwartzman just hammered it straight at him. Just not yeah. a tactic people use that much. No, yeah, no, it was great to, great to watch. But yeah, I think maybe the mental side of the game for Struff, if he worked on that, like I, I don't see why he can't get top 10, top 15, honestly. He's one of those guys that I think every time I watch him play, he, he always seems to play well when I'm watching him. Some yeah, yeah, like likewise, but I, I, I think it's just quite maybe it's hard to sustain because it's, it's a, he, he does play really, really good tennis at yeah. the same time. Yeah, I watch him beat good players, so yeah. you do kind of wonder, uh, right? I think we'll, we'll move on to the projected quarterfinalists. Certainly, that's quite a, a good array of first rounds. Maybe just I'll, I'll tell you the other ones I had. I had Corda v Dimonor, yep. Harkach Musetti, yep. Verdasco Dimitrov, and that as well. Uh, I think that's all I had. I didn't, I didn't have any other ones down apart from that. Yeah, no, I had Evans Lopez. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thinner, Schwartzman mm-hmm. Pear, uh, Kudla, good grass court player against Alejandro Davidovic Fakina. Happy yeah. I said that name correctly as well. Been working yeah. on that for a while. Um, <laughs> Rolled off the tongue. Wrote Milman RBA. That's got five. That's another one in court 18. That's a court 18 five set epic. Like eight o'clock, <laughs> first, 8 o'clock in the first night of Wimbledon. That's the only match left going on. That that is got that written all over it as well. <laughs> I think Melman only brings his best slam tennis for Feder, to be honest. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why he saves it for him, but we'll see. I think RBA should take that. To be honest, I I'll like I I'll, I'll like Melman's game. Five hundred shot rallies in that one. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> right, quarter picks. Yep. How about we see what our picks are? I'll, 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 we'll take it in turn. So for the first okay. pick, my my pick is Novak Djokovic, and I think you've probably got the same. I, I would imagine. 
Yep, I totally agree. I've basically said I think he'll have. He might be challenged playing. Who's he? Oh, Draper. He should get. He should get through against Draper. Anderson. He's playing Kevin Anderson in the second, second round. round. But Anderson's got no confidence. I mean, you lost in the first round of Eastbourne qualifying. You've got to yeah. look at it and think, what's happened to him? Because I think I could probably track from about Miami 2019 when he lost to Roger. After that, his game sort of fallen, fallen off a cliff. I don't understand why, because what I was actually in person. I was actually in the crowd when he beat Federer at Wimbledon 2018. Really? Think, cool. yeah, when he was hitting his backhand, it was like, this guy, where's he been? You know what I mean? Where's he been mm. for like past four or five years? Because like, if he was doing that consistently, he'd be at the top of tournaments, top of the game, top 10. Uh, qualifying for the World Tour Finals regularly, but um, don't know. Oh, game as well, it was so good. It, yeah, it was so good. It was unbelievable. Um, yeah. But yeah, you just wonder: is it mental? Is it maybe struggling physically still? Just don't know. But uh, I think Novak should get through that, especially with his return as well. You know, he should yeah. should be okay. He's, he could even be playing better tennis than he was in twenty eighteen when he beat him in the final. To be honest, and yeah. Kevin Andrews playing a lot worse tennis, so. He'd probably be fine, definitely. Yeah. And then Davidovic Fikina, he absolutely wiped the floor with him on clay in uh, Madrid or Rome. Is it Rome? I can't remember. Rome. Yeah, Rome. Rome. Yeah, uh, so I, I think bad matchup there, to be honest. I, I don't fancy Davidovic Fikina's chances. And then you've got Garen Monfils potentially in the forefront. I don't even fancy their chances of making the fourth, no, to be Wayne honest. No, just playing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. ugly stuff. So, I mean, bloody 17-0 against Monfils and Garen probably hasn't touched a grass court in his life. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Djokovic in the quarters almost certainly couldn't have been a better quarter draw for him, to be honest. Yeah, pretty perfect. Yeah. Uh, right, second quarter, I've gone for Andre Rublev. Same, yep. Yeah. Mr. Boe, that's his nickname, isn't it, Boe? Mr. Boe, yeah. Like, you should at least, you know, like that Just Do It thing, you should have like the tick and then just Boe at the top. I think that, <laughs> I'd be certainly buying one of those. And, like, <laughs> lovely guy. And, 100%. Oh, well, I don't know if you, did you see his face? He, he he released a photo of himself at the trophy ceremony for Hala and it's like yeah. first, it says it says first grass final and he looks yeah, like he his, looks face, his face, <laughs> yeah, his yeah. face is stripping him. No, I mean, just you know, just that match's reactions, like he's smashing rackets when he's like six love, three, two up in sets. It's like, God, yeah. I'm laundry man. But did you see his, his, his pretend smashing the racket at Hala? Yeah, it's yeah. like he, he, yeah, almost pantomime Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, he, he's great to watch. Love his attitude as well. He seems to always want to get better, even when he's winning regularly. Even when he was winning the five hundreds, the streaks he was on. Um, you know, he always wants to try and improve his game, and I just enjoy that. You know, even he gets frustrated when winning matches, which is unique. But I think it's good. Shows a good attitude. I think. Yeah, he still got stuff to improve. Definitely. Um, yeah, transition game and all that. As well. Certainly at the net yeah. too. Um, so okay, I, if he does get through, I think he'll he'll scrape it. But I still fancy him as the favourite. I think Lloyd Harris, I said, could actually be quite difficult in the second round if Lloyd Harris is playing well. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's potential banana skin. But yeah, I just yeah, think Rublev will get through. I think he'll be looking to make amends after that first round defeat in Roland Garros. I think he's probably maybe even a wee bit more focused now. Um, so yeah, I think he gets through that. That was our man Struff actually that uh, beat him there, it of was. course, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. There you yeah. go. Um, and I think sinners in that quarter as well. Um, I, I still enough in grass. Yeah, it's the extreme grip as well. I, d- I still don't think he's he's got the the game quite yeah. yet to to keep up on grass. Basically, I think he gets rushed too easily. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, so yeah, probably Rublev, but we'll, we'll see. If Schwartzman manages to pull something out of the bag, who knows? Um, you never know, Schwartzman. Yeah, it's unlikely on grass, but who knows? Maybe. Know. Uh, right, quarter three. I've gone for I've gone for sits the past, but I'm I'm a little bit tetchy in that. I'm very tetchy in that actually. I've gone for that as well. Yeah, yeah, but very very tetchy. Only because I didn't really know who to pick over him to be honest. Um, I think you got Pospisil again. Pospisil's not playing that well, but he's he's done well at Wimbledon before. Obviously, yeah, he's another one you think should be maybe doing a wee bit better. I know he had injury problems. I know he made the quarters at Wimbledon twenty fifteen, but you think. The game he's got, he should be maybe making deep into the second week more regular at Wimbledon, you know? Yeah, definitely. Great volley. Okay, maybe he's not great from the back, but he's good enough to trouble players, you know? Yeah, I think if there was going to be a contender for, for knocking him out, to be honest, I'm, I'm going to give it to Dan. I think Dan's playing amazing tennis. Who yes. knows? Yeah, no, he's, he's certainly certainly one in form, but obviously he got battered by him in Monte Carlo, but this is totally different. It'll play more into Dan's hands. Definitely. Um, going to work very well, so... um. 
yeah, I think I think Dan's got a good chance. Don't think Dan Dan's never arrived at Wimbledon in this much form, there in this in this good arena form at least. Definitely. Yeah, but I guess on the flip side, there'll be more pressure on him now. But equally, Aye, I, I, I don't think, think he just bother really cares about that. Really, he loves it, doesn't he? he absolutely, yeah. he loves it. He's mental. Like, <laughs> he's, a, he's absolutely mental. He definitely likes it. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think Sitsipas reluctantly, Dan Evans potential upset. That's what I'd say. Yeah, it's a good shout. Yeah. Quarter four. Who have you yeah. had for, for quarter four? No, I think I've got this in the right order. If I've not, then uh, apologies, but Riley Opelka. Yeah, you've got that in the, the right order. That's yeah. a Riley that's Opelka. a dark horse. Dark horse. Definitely. I mean, big server, obviously. Biggest big server. server, almost. Like... I think his volleys are pretty decent. I think his, he played some great stuff in the clay. Now, I know he lost in Queens quite early on, but I think, you know, best of five sets, he's got more chance to kind of get into the match a bit more, get more rhythm in that serve. Um, but, yeah, I think he's I think he's got a good chance, especially with the courts being very fast, it'll suit his serve. I think, um, yeah, I just think he'll get to the quarters. Wimbledon always tends to have a trend of, like, players like Isner, Anderson, Query doing very well. And getting yes, one week. of them tends to get through it pretty yeah, much. Like, almost. A very good chance. Like, almost consistently every year, actually. I think that's the yeah. case. yeah. At the same time, yeah. my heart's screaming at me, and I listen to it. I think Andy's gonna get through. Fuck it, oh. effort. <laughs> I think <laughs> his no. second, like if he get if he gets through his first round, just hear me. If he gets through his first round, say I mean no qualifiers are given the way Andy's playing, obviously, but he's got qualifier in the second round. Third round could be Chapel. He's always had a good record against lefties. I'd be interested to know if he's even lost a lefty that's not Rafa on grass. Like, I bet he's not. Probably not, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then fourth round, well that that would be your, your man Opelka probably. And if he if he's in form by the fourth round, it just could depends. be returning well. For me it depends how much Shapovalov and Basilashvili take out of him. You know, if, if they take a couple of sets off him, I think his body's just gonna be running to the ground. Yeah, um, honestly, I'm I'm pr- pretty much talking nonsense, but I think well, if I do, if I say it out loud, maybe it'll happen. You say that so. now, and he wins his third Wimbledon, you won't be. Uh, oh, that's true. Kidding. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm well, I'm absolutely not backing what I've just said. I'll I'll say that now. So <laughs> so hope, yeah, zero confidence. It's more yeah. just uh, wishful thinking. We'll see what happens though. Uh, right, quarter five, the other half of the draw. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, it had to be Berrettini. Yeah, Berrettini for sure. I think it's pretty straightforward. Why? Um, looked great at Queens. You maybe say backhand return. Maybe needs a wee bit of work. But uh, he also he was a, he was a little bit do- like he played when he was playing Cam and the point went on a bit. Cam tend to win the point, and I think that could play into the hands of his first round opponent, Pia possibly, um, who absolutely can't be underrated at, at Grass. Obviously, he had his um. His run the last time he was well, at Wimbledon. Yeah. He beat, he beat, interestingly, for a big server, he beat Marius Kopel, Kevin Anderson, and Milos Ranic all back to back. And obviously, they're some of the biggest servers on tour. So he's no stranger to returning a serve. Not at been Wimbledon. playing well at the moment. You know, recently, he's not been playing well. But No, uh, he hasn't. But I'd be interested to know what his form was going into Wimbledon last time, obviously. He himself. He might think, okay, there's no real pressure on myself. Just go out there and, you know, stay loose, play well, and let, hopefully let's see how we get on. But yeah, he's, he's, he's certainly got a good chance. I think Bertina, the problem is, if you get the ball back against Bertina, that's half the battle. You're going to have to get it back deep because if it's short, you're just going to blast that forehand. That's what yeah. Cam found in the Queen's final. He, he was making so many returns, but like Bertina, just whacking it away for winners. Yeah, Serf plus forehand was just unstoppable. Honestly, it's, it's more just a potential stumbling block, but I absolutely yeah. think Bertini should get through, really. And then he's got, I think he's got Isner and potentially got Isner in the third. I think that's the only other. I wouldn't fancy Karatsev or Rude playing no. him in no, the fourth round, really. So I think Isner's the only other danger there. Yeah, but for sure. I still think he'll get through. Obviously, Isner was playing amazingly in bloody Madrid of all places. So, so random. Was... He just pops up at these tournaments and he'll go away <laughs> for a couple of weeks and he'll pop up again. <laughs> I know. Just... Bloody beat Rublev. I think he, when he beat Rublev in Madrid, I think he lost like 20 more points than him or something like that. It was yeah. mad. Rublev was just getting so annoyed as well. Yeah. <laughs> to watch. He absolutely should have been winning, to be fair. So I yeah. understand his anger, but yeah, Jesus. He was going all over the place. Anyway, yeah, it had to be Berrettini. Yeah, like, totally agree. Yeah, agreed by the sense of it. Quarter six, this is a big one, I think. This could be a, a game changer. Yeah. I've went for Ugo Humbert. I went for that as well. Nice. There yeah. we go. I like, I like your way of thinking. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. 
I just think the way he's been playing in grass, I think the form he's shown in Haller, I think, um, you know, I think his game, you know, really tailor made for grass. We've not seen the best from him yet. You know, he struggled a wee bit with form, but, I, you know, that was mainly in the clay, where he's probably not suited for his game, really, compared yeah. to these courts. I think he's got a great chance of having a deep run here. Maybe this could kickstart his career as well. I mean, he'll really kickstart it. Um, yeah, because he's struggled to get off the ground a bit. Definitely. There's not many people who've like, talked about him that much, but I think um, he certainly, uh, he's gone under the radar. I think this tournament will be kind of him kind of going into the public consciousness a wee bit more. And mm. um, I think, yeah, I think this could be the tournament that sort of kickstarts his career into the next level. I hope so. I, yeah. I think he, he deserve it, definitely. I think, I don't know when he'd be playing Zverev in the fourth round, he'd be playing Zverev in the fourth round. Zverev, obviously, you know, he's still not a, he's still not reliable at the slams. Who knows? Who like, knows? He, he, yeah. might, he might not even get there. I think he'd have to play Taylor Fritz in the third round. Fritz hasn't actually shown himself that much in grass, but at the same time, he's, he's obviously a very dangerous opponent. I yeah, can see that being an upset. Got, he's always going to be a threat, isn't he? I mean, yeah. Sure. So, who knows? Right, quarter seven. Quarter seven. I, I, I went for Federer. Yeah, went for Roger as well. I think the draw, sort of, as we said earlier, ideal for Roger, play himself. And I think from the quarters onwards, I don't think he's winning it. I think uh, he's going to probably get beaten in the quarters. I think. Uh, okay. Paul there. I mean, I know everyone listening to this will probably be a Federer fan and start screaming and shouting, like, how dare you can say Federer is going to lose. But uh, I think, I just think. Um, I think when we when we get to the quarters onwards, it's just gonna be a step too far for him now. But it, yeah. it depends on what energy he exerts from himself in the first week. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got down Gasquet probably as a second round. Gasquet obviously shadow of his former self, just yeah. nowhere near as good as he used to be. Cam Norrie obviously playing amazing tennis. Who knows? That could yeah. be a difficult one at least. There could, there, could, there could be some energy exerted at least in the third yeah. round, but I still think a couple of well, set or two maybe, but yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe. But I still think, yeah, I still think he'll come, he'll come through that. Yep. And then you've got, have I got query? I've spelt query wrong. That's why I'm getting confused. It's obviously auto corrected to query. Uh, query, yeah, uh, I think could just sneak into the quarters. Who knows? What do you think about the eighth quarter? Did you say I'm going to go for? Harkatch, yeah. I know he's not been in the best of form after winning Miami, but you know you look how he look how he played at uh, Wimbledon. Oh, you um, can't, yeah, you can't underrate that. It's such a good game against Djokovic. Yeah, I mean he played some of the best tennis of his career, kind of showed everyone what he can do, and obviously he's used that as a springboard to sort of go on and um, compete at higher levels and uh, win that Masters one thousand in Miami. Very impressive again. The clay not clay not suited for his game really. I wasn't that surprised. So like, I was never expecting him to have a deep run at Roland Garros or any other clay court masters. I think when you have that big win in your career as well, it's going to probably take some time to process. Um, and sort of obviously there's more pressure on you, more media requirements stuff to do. But um, I, I I just think grass suited for his game, obviously not in the best of form. But I think this is going to be where he sort of finds his form again and uh, for the rest of the year. Bold prediction. Yeah, but I, I mean, he's a very good player. Definitely not outside the, the realms of possibility. I've said Chilich. Ah, you've got faith in Marin. See, mm-hmm. I put my faith in Marin a few years ago and he just let me down. <laughs> Fair I enough. Put my faith. Fair 2016, enough. 2017, 2018, every single year I thought, Marin's year. 2016, obviously the heartbreak to Roger. I'm like, okay, put that away. 2017, he's got a chance. He makes the final. I think this is going to be Marin's time to show himself he can be a Wimbledon champion. Obviously, that wasn't his fault, but he got blisters. And in 2018, I thought, no, he, he made the final last year. This year, he's winning it. And uh, fucking Guido Pella happened. And uh, <laughs> ever since that happened, I'm like, I cannot put faith in Chilich again. I just cannot put my, you know, it's disappointing. And I, I love watching him play, but. Guido Pella is the giant slayer at Wimbledon. I'm, I'm, I didn't realise he knocked out uh, Tillich as well, actually. So. Yeah, just oh, forehand. Like, like when, when he gets tight in the forehand, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's difficult difficult to watch sometimes. Like when, you, when he plays in the first week, he looks amazing, though, incredible. Then when he plays under pressure, it's like totally different. But Yeah, no, like, I, I, I have faith. No. I have faith yeah. after watching him in Stuttgart. Maybe I can't remember where it was, but yeah, he, he won, won that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he won quite emphatically. He looks really good the whole week. So, yeah, I think yeah, I think he'll be I think he'll beat Medvedev in the third round and get, get make it onto the quarters. But that, that that's probably a bold prediction. But uh, it's yeah. good, well, it's a good one. Could happen. Never know. I'll back it definitely. Definitely. Right, looking at the women's draw. 
it's always brave. It takes a brave man to predict the women's tennis, doesn't it? I mean, so unpredictable. So unpredictable. It's tough. It is tough. But I, I've got justifications behind all my predictions. You know, like so long as you justify what you're saying, at least to some extent, then it's not just it's not a complete shot in the dark. But you're quite right. Anything can happen at the moment. The yeah. women's game is is more open than it's been for for years, really. Especially oh, yeah. after Barbara Kredge. Krejcikova won the French Open a few weeks ago. I mean, that was totally out of the blue. Good pronunciation, yeah. Krejcikova, yeah, I think yeah. it's that. I had, I had to type it out, I think, about <laughs> 100 times when I was doing an article about her, so I've, I've pretty much got it. The my What I think the pronunciation is nailed anyway. Yeah. Right, my, my first women's round is the, the first one, and the, the draw had to be Ash Barty v Carla Suarez Navarro. And yeah. what, a, what a first round it should be as well. Love watching Barty play the variety she's got in her game, all the different slices and spins. You know, she she's just great to watch. Apart from anything else, just to appreciate the kind of different ways you can play tennis. You know, she's fantastic. I I, I really hadn't properly got invested in her like until this year. And you know, I ended up watching most of her matches this year. She's been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, um, great attitude as well. Great mental toughness in the big moments. Um, yeah, I think she's a great player. And uh, obviously, Suarez Navarro, a bit unfortunate the French Open. When she had that match, no fans were watching because the French uh, Open organisers are just, well, a joke, really, the, sch- the schedulers. I mean, obviously, the curfew was there. There was obviously a chance her being last on that the curfew was going to take effect. And then you end your career there, sort of a last match there with no fans is kind of, it was just poor scheduling, really. Kind of similar to what they did with I think a couple of the French players, Song and Shardy as well. They had no fans to support the home crowd, like the home I know. Crowd behind the players. So it was kind of it was all a bit yeah. of a damp, all a bit of a damp squib, wasn't it? it was. Very odd. Yeah, I absolutely love watching Suarez Navarro play as well. Though I think I know, the, the one hand backhand, yeah, yeah, looks amazing. I think this matchup will be brilliant. Obviously, Ash Barty will more than likely be way too good for her. Yeah, Depend, depending if she's. Fit to be fair, Barty. Yeah, fit. no, that, that's a question mark in itself. You're right, but uh, yeah, on, on a on a best day, she should yeah. be able to get through. I'm sure, hundred percent. But it should be a really good match. I think Suarez Navarro will have obviously has absolutely nothing to lose. Yeah, but he, as a cancer survivor, like why wouldn't she just play out of her skin? I mean, yeah, just go out there, no pressure. It's a mental it's mental story. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess if you get through that, you can get through anything. So yeah. oh, exactly. Yeah, so it, sh- it should be a brilliant match. Mm-hmm. Right, I've got down the lady in, in question. Um, Krejcikova v Clara Towson. Barbara Krejcikova v Clara Towson. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you do you know much about Clara Towson? I don't, I have to be honest, I don't know that much. Are you a Clara Towson? Yeah, yeah. So Clara Towson is like 18 years old. She's been making waves in the, the tour. She's beat. A few, I can't remember who she's beat off the top of my head, but she plays absolutely massive tennis. She's just one of those sorry up and comers who just absolutely destroys every ball. She gets the chance to to play basically. Krejcikova is the complete opposite. Yeah, she doubles number one. Um, you know, it's all sort of touchy feely stuff. Uh, yeah. Really good backhand at the same time, but a, a lot of it is just. Um, yeah, I mean, she, you know, she deals with kind of the pressure of winning a Grand Slam. I mean, I, I think. Uh, Obviously, we've seen with Dominic Team at the moment. He's not been able to produce his best stuff since. But maybe she's got a different attitude of, okay, I've won a slam now. I've kind of got maybe she'll, she'll either go one or two ways of, I've got my slam. That's me kind of happy, or I want to try and win more and more and more and more and try and dominate. You know, yeah. what kind of approach that she sort of has to that. Obviously, she's won double slams in the past, but maybe she didn't believe she could win a slam until she obviously lifted the trophy at Roland Garros. It'll be interesting. She was one of the sort of most non-plussed slam winners I've ever seen in my life. She was just yeah. like, I've done this cool big loop. It's like, I, maybe yeah, I'll do so it again, maybe I won't. It was like, nobody ever the world to a final sort of, just like, yeah, I won it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think, I don't think she'll be feeling any pressure. I think it'll be a really good match because it's an absolute just clash of styles. Should yeah. be interesting, definitely. He's in the eye, yeah, sure. Yeah. Next one I've got down is Elise Cornevi Bianca Andrescu. Yeah, obviously Andrescu, we've seen the injuries she's had this year. Um, yeah. So I just don't know. Andrescu seems to be one of these players really unfortunate with injuries. It's kind of held her back. Obviously, we saw what she did at the US Open against Serena. Um, great talent, great ball striker. But, you know, it's one of these things where injuries just kind of held her back and kind of progressing further, I think, in the... Uh, 
She mm. probably won way more had she not had those injury problems. Um, at, the, at the same time, you know, she's only bloody 20, 21 well, years old. Of time, yeah, for exactly, sure. tons of time. And I think, yeah. you know, she still made the Miami final this year at least you know she's yeah, still yeah just unfortunate injury and that that she had to yeah, yeah she had to retire and stuff just unlucky I guess but um yeah when 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 she's all whenever she's fit she she produces great tennis and great to watch for sure uh, definitely, definitely can win more slams and obviously Connie again one of these players on her day she can be great when she's not playing great she obviously she can have outbursts in the court and stuff. She she did she she beat Bianca um only a few weeks ago in Berlin actually so I, yeah. I there'll, there'll definitely be uh, some revenge there in mind for Andreescu so I think it'll just be addressing to see what happens certainly Corny isn't the sort of player to go deep in a slam at the same time she could pull off an upset sure but I don't think she'll be getting much further than that if she does beat Andreescu yeah she'll, she'll sort of sustain that level yeah yeah however it should be a good match I'd just like to see Andreescu try and get her own back and for them both to play their highest level I think it could happen definitely yeah, no for sure oh right what's the next one you've got down next one that I've got down if I can read my own writing because uh, that's obviously a challenge in itself I've got Pliskova against Sedansk that should be good yeah, obviously yeah. Mm-hmm. we know Pliskova's um, great serve you know I was actually surprised that she's not been able to like win a slam because obviously we saw her get to the US Open final um, I think she's got the firepower to do it. But again, tennis isn't just about firepower, it's about your mentality, you know, being able to keep the ball in the court, be consistent. Um, and there's lots of great players in women's tennis, you know. It's not like the men's in terms of, you know, four players have dominated for so long. It's kind of similar level, but then there's, there's a couple that kind of can turn up at tournaments and some that maybe underperform at certain tournaments. You know, it's so unpredictable. Yeah. Just like to watch. So it's like, plus give obviously... She got double bageled in that. Uh, I was about to say that, yeah, in the role final. Well, us club players probably know what it's like, uh, but I can't mm-hmm. imagine what it would be like in front of thousands of people, well, millions of people watching at home. Uh, pretty, pretty horrendous, I, I think. But, um, yeah, Zidane's obviously did very well at Roland Garros, so it's going to be like interesting to see kind of youth versus a wee bit of experience as well. That's yeah. always good to watch those sort of matches. We saw what Coco Goff did in experience. You know, nobody really thought that she would do anything. She kind of got just to the fourth round in 2019 so it's sort of going to be I just think it's good good to watch youth versus experience you know just see how each player kind of deals with it yeah I actually think I think Plisco is going to lose that one I think it'll be a really good match but I think she'll lose it Zidane was playing amazingly in France Plisco's confidence is just all over the place end of the day I think it'll be Zidane and it'll be a good match definitely worth tuning into I would say for sure next one I've got down two slam champions I've got Petra Kvitova of Eastland Stevens. Yeah, well, obviously, Sloane Stevens after winning that US Open, she's totally gone off the boil, hasn't she? I mean, she has, but she's she's picking up. A, that, that's why I've got it down. Cause she's picking up a bit of form recently. Momentum, but yeah, you, you want to see her back at her best. Um, of her, we know what she's done at SW19. Great serve, game suited to grass, perfect really for the grass court conditions. And uh, yeah, that should be a good one if both players. Play their best if Stevens isn't really yeah. playing their best. It could be a bit of one of these ones. Like it one could be, yeah, it could be a bit of a that, yeah, it's one of these ones where it could be like if Stevens plays their best, it could be like three hour plus. If he doesn't, it could be like one to one hour, 20 minutes or whatever. So I guess it's good just to tune in just to see what way it sort of goes because there's no, I don't think there'll be any kind of midway for that one. It's either going to be really close or not close at all. Yeah, 100%. At the same time, I mean, I just I, I love watching Petra Kvitova's game. It's incredible. Like she's just absolutely as aggressive as you can be sometimes. So yeah, no, it's good to watch. Definitely tune into it. I think I think it'll be amazing. For sure. Right, a, a couple more, and then we can move on to the projected uh, quarterfinals. One more, I would say, that is definitely worth watching. I would say Iga Svantec v. Yeah, Sui that was the one I was thinking of. Yep. Suwe, yeah. how do you say that name? Suwe, or say Suwe, I think you say her surname first. Yeah, I mean, great player. Again, another one like Barty, so much uh, different styles you can hit the ball with. I mean, it's sort she's of like, like she's like Barty on steroids. It's just like yeah. I mean, if you're playing that, it's like the sort of player that at club level. If you were playing someone that hit the ball like that, it would just be a nightmare. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> nightmare. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, great to watch, but probably not so good to play against. Um, at the, same, at the same time, it's not like Shontek's crazy sort of extreme grips are going to get rushed that much against somebody like Seisuwe, So Yeah, but just, you're going to have to play a lot of balls to win the point. Um, yeah. 
yeah, it could be a good one to watch. I think Nat's got three sets all over it as well. I mean, yeah, I, I, I also don't think Seisuwe is going to be around for all that long, so yeah, uh, definitely catch her while she's still playing her best tennis. Hundred percent. Yeah, no, for sure. So, yeah. And Schwante obviously is very vulnerable at the moment, I think, as far as grass goes. Yeah, I think maybe that confidence of losing at the French when you know everyone was expecting her just to roll through it again. I mean, she had that streak of like 20 sets in a row, rolling yeah. Garros, wasn't it? And I think some stupid people were saying, oh, it's a new Nadal sort of thing, and yeah. he'll lose his next match. But um, no, maybe a wee bit vulnerable. But I mean, again, I don't know what we're expecting of her in grass, but obviously she's high ranked but I've not really seen much of her playing grass so uh, I, I, I saw her against Kasatkina and uh, it was love and one in the last two sets uh, she so, came back well against Watson Heather Watson like, she did again, Heather Watson's a good player obviously but you know Schwantex just got the, she's got the weapon to be beaten at Watson any day of the week sort of yeah, thing no, just, no, I just don't think I don't think grass is our surface to be honest so I, I think definitely vulnerable there it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah 100% Right, let's move on to the projected quarterfinals. Yeah, I mean, I think we covered that quite well. Yeah. Uh, right, first one. Again, self-explanatory. Djokovic-esque, I think. It's got to be Barty. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Totally agree. At the same time, Krejcikova's a possible fourth round. You know, she's shown she can win a slam and stuff. She could be really dangerous if she's playing well. Um, I think... Conta as well could be dangerous. I think Conta's beaten her on grass before, actually, and also had another very tight free setter with her. Yeah. I, I still think if Barty's at her best, she's... Yeah, if Barty's at her best, she should be getting through the quarters, really. Definitely. Like, no doubt. She's just too much variety, especially on a grass court. I think she could just, you know, drop shot and bloody lob her way to the, the final. Who knows? We'll see what she <laughs> yeah, does. No. That, that slice is going to be absolutely wicked as well. Yeah, so. br- brutal to play against, for sure. Yeah, absolutely brutal. So it should be quite interesting. Obviously, the serve as well. I think, yeah, I, I, I always forget how good her serve is because she's bloody five five. But she's probably got the best serve on tour, to be honest. Uh, maybe Bar Williams. Um, yeah. So no, definitely. Yeah. So uh, yeah, probably probably her in the first quarter. I think we're both agreed in that. Definitely. Yep. Second quarter, and this, I mean, from here on out, my picks could be completely different from yours because. Certainly, well, seedings for me. You can pick any player, really. I mean, that's the thing. You just, you know, yeah, yeah. Understand. It's, it's beauty of it, but yeah. Exactly, yeah, at the moment, definitely. I've, I've picked Azarenka for the second quarter. Uh, now, I think I've got this in the right order. Kasikina. Yeah, you've got Kasikina. We've obviously, she's not been in great form in the past couple of years, but she's kind of getting her form back now. So I just think the um, way she plays again, hits the ball very hard. Good serve, solid game. I think she could go deep. Can she win it? Probably not, but she did well in Birmingham. You know, made the final on that, so you'd probably think got good form coming in. Um, so I think, yeah, she can have a decent run. Certainly through the quarters, maybe even semis, but uh, yeah, that's why I put her down for that. At the, at the same time, it's not, uh, not the sort of player to get knackered. She seems like she's fit as anything. Yeah, um, yes. like, always a benefit. Exactly. She seems like she's just super strong. I, I, if she's going to get beat, she's going to get beat by a really good player. Um, so I, I think that's a good shout, definitely. I yeah. just think Azarenka, still playing fantastic tennis. And to be oh, honest, is, yeah. like her game wasn't meant to be that good on clay, but she played really well at the French. Like, yeah, I guess you never know what could happen. Give her yeah. a bit more confidence for for women, for sure. Hundred percent. So I, I've kind of wrote Andrescu off again, but you know, you never really know. You've obviously got Ostapenko, another Slam champion in there, but. Yeah, I, I think as a ranker for me, Kasatkina definitely is a good shot as well. A little bit of a dark horse, definitely. But yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, but I think I think that's a good shot. I'd say for quarter three, Gav, I've got Paula Bedosa. Paula Bedosa, ah, you're going with inform then, inform mm-hmm. player. Yeah, okay. yeah. Muchova for me. I just think what's Muchova play against Pushkova, um, fourth round of Wimbledon. 2019, that was quote too. I remember it, and uh, she hit the ball great that day. So yeah, I think she, yeah, she's a, again, she's the sort of giant slaying player that 100% can make a deep run. To she hasn't really put something together yet at a slam. That I think maybe she made the semis actually. Maybe I'm, I might be she's wrong. She's got all that. the elements in her game to kind of progress the semis regularly. You know, it's just a case yeah. of really putting them all together. So yeah, I think it was Australia. She made the semis. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, 100% a good shout. I I just think. 
Paula Bedosa. Okay, actually, again, a little bit of an unknown quantity on grass. I think she did play in Eastbourne. And she got beat by Svitolina, but it was a it was a tie break set and stuff. If she's serving well enough, I think she's got an absolutely fantastic serve and could be very dangerous. Yeah, no, it's a good shout for sure. I, I, just, I don't know if the Spanish factor is something, to be honest. I really don't know how well she plays uh, on grass and she seems to be a bit of a clay court player, but yeah. She's got massive. She's got massive ground strokes. I really don't know why she she couldn't be good on on guys. Yeah, I don't no reason for her not to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how flat her short strokes are or anything like that. But yeah, I'm gonna back her. I, th- I think I think she'll I think she'll do something good. I certainly think Svitolina isn't really a threat at the moment. Um, yeah. Just no, seems... it's just the confidence probably gone from after that kind of well beat down at Roland Garros, wasn't it? Comfortable. Um, comfortably beaten. You know. I think that was that was by Petra Kofa, Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Just, I, I, at least it was the the bloody champion, I guess. But at the same time, not much she, consolation. But yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, she she's been a little bit scattered, and I I, I think some I think the world body one thousand or something pushed her to uh, seven five in the second set or something like that. Yeah, the, the yeah, the wild card, yeah. Yeah. So no, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I think I think they're both good shows. In fact, I might be tempted to go with Muchova over Badosa. Now I'm saying it. Like, I convince you. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't. I'm not really certain about Badosa's game. Well, you can look at every player in the draw and think, oh, actually, I think she'll get over. You know, it's, it's just. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's nightmare, but yeah. Pot luck sometimes. Pot luck. Certainly, this next quarter though, I don't know if this will, will be pot luck. I think there's a, a standout player, obviously, but at the same time, yeah. well, I so don't know. Who have you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You had to. You have to go for Serena Williams, of course. She's still playing fantastic tennis. Yeah, the problem I think is that she doesn't play enough tournaments between slams. I think you know, sometimes she goes to slams and she can blitz away through the first week, and then she's got maybe an awkward opponent rank, maybe twenty-five to fifty, and maybe she's just not got the match practice, and her opponent does, and she ends up not being able to win. But it's a big question of whether she's going to get Margaret Court's uh, rec- well break Margaret Court's record. Um, I think if she's doing it anywhere. Wimbledon. Yeah, Wimbledon's um, going to be super game, big serve. Yeah, no need to no, move too much. Ball. Yeah, doesn't focus on movement exactly. Uh, she, she definitely had. She was struggling with that. I think. Um, yeah. In, no, Fran- in, in France, she seemed to be a bit, and certainly at the smaller tournaments as well. Uh, Clay seems to sort of be out of her wheelhouse nowadays. Yeah. But the serve's still on. Certainly, she's you know stroke ground strokes are still on as well. Yep. Um, it's just. As you, as you say, the movement really. is the only yeah. thing that's struggling, exactly. So, uh, who did she have first? I think she does have care. Well, Sasnovich, yeah, sorry. Yeah. The first and second round, I think, should be a walk, to be honest. But the third round, she's she might have Angelique Kerber, repeat of the 2016 and 2018 finals. Yeah. Don't so, know his fans should get through it. I do as well. I don't rate Kerber's game at the moment. but Yeah, it's kind of gone off a wee bit. but yeah, Definitely, but it's, it's still interesting you're getting bloody third rounds, you know, only bloody five and three years ago slam I know it's mental. in the third round. It, it really is mental. Uh, and then you've... There, there, are, there are others in there, to be fair, that could cause an upset. Certainly Coco Goff, I think, is playing really good tennis. Yeah, she's found her form again, hasn't she? It's, get, of, it's getting more and more tidy. Like she's learning how to deal with the pressure and deal with the media a bit better, you know. Um, that, definitely. You know, she was so young when she broke through. I never really thought she was going to kick on immediately. I thought it would take her some time, and obviously, maybe with the pandemic, time to reflect and stuff, and train in areas that she needed to work on. But um, that, that's yeah. the thing. Anything she's doing now is still ahead of schedule. She's bloody seventeen years yeah, old. So much time. Exactly, and she she's playing fantastically. So uh, she could get through. Obviously, she's still a little bit yeah. touchy now and then. A lot, still a lot of double faults in the game and stuff like that. But who knows? Yeah, I I, I could see Coco Golf getting through, and I wouldn't be surprised. Definitely, and Ben Benchich is in there as well. But I, I think Coco Golf will beat Benchich if they if they match up. But yeah, Serena Williams. Yeah, has good. to be, has to be. Uh-huh. Quarter five. Quarter five. That's a little bit up in the air, but I've went for Petra Kvitova. I've went for that as well. Yeah, yeah. just experience and um, comfortable. Obviously, won there twice. Knows how to win there. Um, you know, I think it doesn't matter really what form she comes in. I think when you get to somewhere where you've played well in the past, I think you've probably got that extra confidence, which kind of can put you above other players. Definitely. I mean, definitely if you've, you know, probably won Wimbledon before, it's going to fill you with confidence, surely. You know, how many players have won Wimbledon in the draw? Actually, not that many, to not be that honest. Not that many, no. So, yeah, I think that should give her a loads of confidence. And she has played really well as well. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously her game's way better on grass and she was playing amazingly. Uh, 
at periods in the of the clay season at least. So yeah, I, I definitely fancy our chances of getting through. Plus give us for some reason, you know, I don't know if we actually said that earlier, but Wimbledon's actually our worst slam by a, a mile. So uh, yeah, it's really odd. So I think she'll go out again. I think Jessica Pegula could be the only one that even challenges Petra Kvitova, but yeah, Kvitova's yeah. got to be... Yeah, I think actually now I'm saying that, it's a safe shout, to be honest. I think yeah. just because Plistikova is higher ranked than her, but that really doesn't mean much. Yeah, rankings don't mean anything. No, Yeah, you're right. exactly. Go on. Right, quarter six. I've went for Lee's Mertens. Kenan, going for Oh, you've went for Kenan. Yeah, I just think... Um, I've not seen much of her playing grass, but I just get a feeling that she can kind of put it together. Maybe going a wee bit under the radar compared to likes of Goff, um, Williams, obviously. Um, mm. I think that she's just got a wee chance here to kind of play herself back into form. Um, I think, yeah, I just got a feeling that she can come through that section to draw and make the quarters. I think Kenan has just been a little bit too unreliable. I still don't, she's not done anything since last year. It's been absolutely mad. And I think pressure 100% is a factor for her. There's Could no start way somewhere, not. I guess. You do, you do, but I, I just who did who did she have in the first round, or maybe it was the third round? I can't remember now. Kuda Matova, Kuda Matova. I fancy her to be her. Okay, bold shout again. I, I, it's, it's pretty bold, but yeah, I, I just I don't rate Kenan at the moment. I, I think she's just all over the place, and I think Mertens Mertens is one of those players that is she's a brilliant player. She's not really shown up properly. Yet, and yeah. I think this. I think this will be your time. Amazing backhand, good enough serve to roll through the first few rounds. To be honest, Harriet Dart, I think in the first round, Madison Keys could be a challenge, but I still think she'll beat Keys the way she's playing. And then I think she'd beat Kenan or Kuda Matova. Yeah, no, it's good show. I mean, again, it's like you can make an argument for anybody. You know, it's just unbelievably yeah. difficult. But yeah. yeah, no, that's a good show. Interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I think. Kenan, I think Kenan's a, a tough one to back, to be honest. I don't know how much you've got I've just got a feeling, you know, it's just like this thing. I mean, it's, it's a feeling, but okay. it could just okay. be to be totally wrong. I mean, it's like anything, like you could, you know, it's like you and Manorino. You know, you're saying Manorino, oh. and now he's not going to have a chance, and he beats Fedor and wins the play. I know, exactly. Yeah, I look, look like an idiot then, I know. I'm, yeah, we're putting well, ourselves well. out here, definitely, just to look like idiots in the next podcast episode, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, quarter seven, what have you said? Uh, Say Su Wei. Say Su Wei, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, but I think in grass in particular, I think just our game can work well with that variety. It's similar to Barty, isn't it? Maybe it can be overpowered at times. But I just think, I look at the draw and I just think, well, maybe the stars are going to align for us to have a deep run. Obviously, the, obviously the first round against Shiontech is very difficult, but I think Shiontech's an unknown quantity in grass. Maybe a wee bit less confident now she got beaten at Roland Garros, lost her run. And I yeah. think um, that that's a very difficult first round opponent for you know for Sean Tech to deal with. So yeah, that's why I'm going for it to have a deep run. Okay, wrong, I mean she, she she made a deep run in Australia, so it's yeah. not like it's not like age is really a factor. Yeah. At the same time, no, it's a good shout. I just I think I think my shout of Mugarufa is probably it's, it's too... more solid. I looked at the draw and I thought that's maybe a wee bit more solid, but I've got I'm gone bold here. I've gone okay. Bold. Okay, I mean, if I was going bold, my bold prediction, because I, I deleted Mug, I put Muguruva in this person's place, just because obviously Muguruva has been amazing at Wimbledon in the past. I think when she's playing well, she's playing fantastically. On Jabir, though, uh, it was my so other shit. Yeah, in form, I guess, but can she do it at slam? That's the question. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Variety, though, again, you know, if we're talking about variety, Jabir is maybe second only to, uh, to Cece Wade. She's like drop shots galore just she's an amazing player to watch maybe yeah. again this is my heart talking and i want her to get through because uh, she is a little bit vulnerable every now and then but as i say yeah as you said yeah informed what did she win i think it might have been uh, i can't remember off the top of my head but a tournament a few weeks ago um she beat, beat a few good players along the way i think jabur if i was being silly muguru if i was if i was being smart okay fair enough yeah Final one. Yep. Uh, yeah, Maria Sakari. I went for yeah, the same as you. Finally agreed on something. I know. Yeah. Was that the first one, apart from Ash Barty there? And Williams, yeah. Like, oh, and Serena Williams, yeah. Three of them, but yeah, it seems like a while since we've agreed something. But yeah. yeah. Sakari, obvious reason. Big ground strokes. Um, 
great serve. Obviously, disappointing defeat Roland Garros, but I think that's just going to make her even more determined to succeed in the next she looked, She looked absolutely fantastic in Paris, and she easily yeah. could have won that semi-final. She's in super form. I, I think definitely beating Sean Tickett, bloody Roland Garros, almost Nadal-esque. Yeah. Who knows if, if, if that's quite going to be the case in the future, but certainly it had that feel. She just looked unbeatable, and Sakari came out with some of the best tennis I've seen in a while. Uh, and she was playing amazingly against Krejcikova. She just got tipped at the post, to be honest. It was a match point. Uh, Krejcikova played amazingly on. Yeah, you can't, can't really argue with that. Exactly. The only other person I think, though, I don't think Sabalenka is a threat. I think uh, Sabalenka hasn't found her grass court game yet. She should be good in grass again. She's just not. I, yeah. I, I think I think she does like a bit of time in the ball, to be honest. Yeah, uh, a bit of time to unload in those ground strokes, for sure. But, yeah. yeah. I think if I was going to play it unsafe, I would also back Rybikina, the Kazakh. Yeah. 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 Again, it's just like, I've not seen her play that much in grass, being honest, so I I yeah. don't know. I think Sakari might. I just think that defeat will give Sakari a wee bit more sort of determination. I think she's that sort of feisty character. We can sort of like when when she stuff is not going her way. I think she can kind of find that next level, the next gear, determined to find it to kind of improve at the next stage. You know, next Grand Slam, next tournament, or whatever. Yeah, I think they're t- due to match up in the third round actually. So that could be the only threat for Sakari. I think she'd get through the fourth round, first round, second round. Rabakina's got a massive serve. That's the only reason, really, I'm thinking that she could just sneak through. But it'll go down to the wire. I think I'd like to see Sakari go through. I rate her tennis. I like watching it. So, fingers crossed for her. We'll see. With that, that's our last quarter. Who knows how long that was. I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was the online podcast. If you want to check out my blog, it's jackedward.substack.com I think, I really hope it is uh, <laughs> if you want to uh, check out some of Gav's articles as well they're all in Last Word on Tennis he does loads of writing and he gets however many fractions of a penny for one view so. yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, uh, worth it. definitely <laughs> worth it right I hope you enjoyed it thanks very much guys thanks for tuning in yep, and, thanks uh, guys Catch you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.